0: See <laughs> you A beer, a beer, a a beer, Say, I'm a big, 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 I Seems to be a bit Say, I'm not a Say, I'm not a bit of 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 a bit of
1: all right, Jersey Judah Red Pill Party podcast, man. The weekend wrap-up continues. Final part of today, which is Sunday, the 5th of June, Back to work tomorrow for a full five, a full five day work week. Now we went from well, I personally went from a four day week, the week or the week before uh, Memorial Day, then Memorial Day Monday being off, then coming back Tuesday, then being off, you know, the weekend, coming back tomorrow, full week. Not really excited about that, but. It is what it is. You guys already know what time it is. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we bike. We're watching. I'm watching this fucking weirdo just sitting in the middle of the street. I mean, like... Anyway, here we are, man. We got uh, got about... How much how much videos do we have in total minute wise let's check things out for a second um let me go to my playlist have it saved under work and we have 38 minutes in total all right we're gonna start off well actually we're gonna we're gonna uh, let me see get my playlist here Um, I don't want that. I want that first. Boom, boom. That sounds about right. Alright, so what we're going to talk about, I got to give the Lone Wolf channel another shout out once again because we have two out of three of these videos are in fact the Lone Wolf channel. One being single mothers are everywhere you look, dating apps and etc. Men and women are not equal and we're ending this off with O'Shea Duke Jackson's young black man destroys people who hate on successful blacks i don't get it so we're going to start this off with single mothers we're going to start this off with the lone wolf channel once again the lone wolf channel on youtube subscribe let's get it <laughs>
2: Good evening. I would like to welcome the new subscribers to the pack, Salt Program and Mega Plumber, Costi and Barella JL. I wanted to start recognizing those that support the channel. This channel would mostly be me talking to myself without the discussions. If you have already been a subscriber and want to be mentioned, you may email me and I will mention you. Tonight's topic is, single mothers. Long ago, in decades past, Single mothers were rarer than hands teeth. A woman usually did not have children outside of wedlock. The woman stayed with the father. Divorce rates were only 5%. If a woman had children and divorced the father, or had children out of wedlock, she was an outcast from society. Now in 2022, single mothers are everywhere, and it is celebrated. There are several reasons that led to this point, but the biggest reason is the womanist movement. 52% of childbirths today are to single mothers. There are also women who divorced their husbands and become single mothers. I do not know how many single mothers combined there is. It could easily be 75% or higher. All I will say is it is one to many. 75% to 80% of the women on dating applications are single mothers. Being a single mother has not only become normalized, it has become celebrated. Some of you may be wondering, what is the problem with so many single mothers? 52% of boys are raised by single mothers. 78% of teachers are female. So 50% of boys have 100% feminine influence while at home, and an eight-tenths chance of 100% influence at school. This means there is no masculinity in most houses. All of these boys are being raised with no men around. 70% of teen pregnancies happen in single mother households. Also 70% of runaways, (laughs) dropouts and self-deletion occurs in single mother households. 70% of inmates serving long-term sentences were raised in single mother households. You are four times more likely to end up living in poverty if you were raised by a single mother. Predators and pedos often target single mothers where they are able to commit evil acts. There is no father around to prevent it. Fathers bring another dynamic to the household, but when children are raised by single mothers, they only get to experience the feminine side. Most women are not logical. They are emotional. Most women cannot control their emotions, especially when it's time for the monthly bleeding. All right, so right there, we're going to pause it. We're going to do a
1: little multitasking. I decided to search uh, single mother statistics and I came across singlemotherguide.com. That is singlemotherguide.com. And under single mother statistics, we will read a little bit because I will be, you know, doing a little multitasking. Then we'll get back into the video. I feel that this is needed, <clears throat> especially because this has been updated apparently from the 12th of March. Single motherhood has grown so common in America that today 80% of single parent families are headed by single mothers. Nearly a third live in poverty. Now let's continue reading. Once largely limited to poor women and minorities, single motherhood is is now becoming the quote unquote new norm. This prevalence is due in part to the growing trend of children born outside of marriage. Uh, a societal trend that was virtually unheard of decades ago. According to the 2021 U.S. Census Bureau, four at about 11 million single-parent families with children under the age of 18, nearly 80%, were headed by single mothers. Let's continue. About four out of 10 children were born to unwed mothers nearly two-thirds were born to mothers under the age of 30. Two, okay, today, one in six children under the age of 18, a total of 12.7 million, are in fact raised without a father. Okay? Now we get into more of the numbers. A snapshot of single-mother families of 2021, out of single parent families, we have eleven million sixteen thousand. I believe I am reading that right. No, eleven million. Yeah, eleven million sixteen thousand. Uh, which is seventy nine percent, well seventy nine point five percent, headed by single mothers. Twenty three point four percent were poor. Twenty nine percent were jobless. The were jobless the entire year. Twenty seven to seven percent were food insecure. Okay, the demographic. Around half, which is 52.3% of single mothers, have never married. Almost a third, 29.3%, are divorced. 18.4% are either separated or widowed. Um, Half have one child. 30% have two. About two thirds are white and one third black. Okay, 52, going back, 52.3% were never married. 27.3% were divorced. 18.4% either separated or widowed. Let's read employment. Uh, at eighty-one time, about three thirds of single mothers are working outside the home. A slightly greater share than the share of married mothers who are also working outside of the home. However, only half were employed full time, all year long. A quarter, which is twenty five point nine percent, were jobless the entire year. Among those were, among those who were laid off or looking for work, less than a quarter, which is twenty two point five percent, received unemployment benefits. All right. If a single mother is able to work, her earning power still lags significantly compared to men's. About 82 cents to $1 for the same job, leaving a wage gap of 18. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. A wage. All right, we'll just stop there. Just to give y'all a brief, you know, brief information, real information, you know, a real topic or a real article from uh, singlemotherguide.com. That is single mother statistics. That's the article name and the website is singlemotherguide.com. But let's
2: continue. Let's look at another angle. Most older men have checked out of dating. Even the younger crowd is checking out. But younger men have raging hormones that often get them in trouble. Older men are also not immune to this. I will tell you a personal story. I have dated single mothers in my blue capsule days. One of those mothers misled me. I had gone out with her a few times, only after meeting several times did she reveal that she had two children from two different fathers. That information was not on her profile. I I never asked. At this point I was thinking with my little head. Several months went by. We were on a vacation in Tennessee. We had taken her car as it was more suited for children. We were driving down a windy canyon. She was driving at the time. Her son started to hit his mother from behind. I swatted at him. I did not want to crash in a winding canyon. Her son could have easily sent us off the road. Like many of you, I look back to some of my past experiences with women and cringe. I could have been in serious legal trouble for swatting at her son. But I also could have been killed in a car accident. If the child is biologically yours, you have the right to discipline the children. When you are with a single mother, you have zero rights or authority. When I was growing up, my parents would hit me with coat hangers, wooden spoons, and open hand. Nowadays, that is probably considered child abuse. When my parents were growing up, the teachers at school could beat them with a yardstick. Damn! My, how times have changed. The children being raised by women are hardly ever being disciplined. Just look around and you will see how the younger generation is compared to the older generations. Single mothers are very dangerous. It is not uncommon for women to have three to four children while still in their 20s. The thirst is real. Many men see a single mother on dating apps, and she is still in her 20s, she has not yet smashed into the wall. Usually, you cannot tell a single mother from a non-single mother on a dating app. It takes years of stress with the children to develop physical signs. The stretch marks and sagging melons are hidden. They are able to use push-up bras, so you are unable to tell. Many men see an attractive single mother. If they think with their little head, they are easily caught in her web.
1: The deception of beauty by women. The deception of beauty. You know the makeup, the push-up bras. You know the waist trainers because these bitches got jelly rolls and cream-filled donuts. It's fucking, just just the center of her body looks like a fucking uh, cream-filled donut. Just and she needs all these things to contort and put her body into shape when she goes out. You know what I mean? All this, all this deception. You know what I mean? this this wizardry, this witchcraft being makeup, the wickedness, you know? <laughs> <coughs> but all jokes aside, like, uh, all these things are true. Women have all these uh, tools that they can use to better themselves than what they really are. Then, like, if you're with a woman long enough and you always see her with makeup, there's that one time that you see her without it, and it's like, jeez. It's like two different fucking people, man. Shit is crazy, but yeah, just like, just like what these women do online, where, you know, they're like fifty pounds overweight, right? And they'll post a picture of themselves in high school, or they'll have pictures of her while she's in college. Meanwhile, she's been out of college for five fucking years. But she still, like, keeps the picture up. Like, she doesn't have any recent pictures of her. You know what I mean? With, with single mothers, I think single mothers today are actually more bold because they have a society that backs them up rather than previously. Like the gentleman just said, um, back in the day, that shit was shamed upon. You know what I mean? Or really, promiscuity uh, from women was shamed
2: upon uh, entirely. You know what I'm saying? Single mothers are easy targets because they are desperate to find a step daddy for the children. When you absorb the red capsule, you will dodge this web ensnarement without trouble. The blue capsuled men that are caught in the single mother's web feel very happy initially. They cannot believe how lucky they are to have such an attractive woman. What they do not realize is this woman has lowered value that will keep dropping. The single mothers will often love-bomb the new man, and go out on many dates, while the children are with a babysitter. The man isn't really paying attention to the kids, he is just looking at that mama, and thinking when he will be able to have bedroom fun with her. This is why you often hear of five babies from five baby daddies. They lose logical thought, their hormones control them, it is only much later when they realize that they screwed up, by thinking with their little head. Single mothers are often freaks in the bedroom. I know, I dated some. Mm. That is another reason why they have so many children, they like the bedroom fun. Though in time, that dies off. Like I mentioned, many men can't believe how lucky they are being with an attractive woman. What they do not understand is, if the woman was an eight, each child drops her sexual market value. Mm. If she had four children, her market value could drop to a four or five. Thank you. I said this last night. Single
1: mothers go down by four. Their sexual market value goes down by four. Even if they're like top tier, let's say by some miracle, she's a 10, right? By some miracle, she's a 10. Well, because she has two kids, her value goes down four. So she's just above average when it comes to relationship market value. Now, back to what I was saying before. Sexual market value is essentially uh, short-term. I wouldn't say short-term, but it's initially the things that people will notice right away. Sexual market value. Relationship market value is af- after getting, pa- getting past the sexual attraction and um, compatibility, compatibility and long-term relationships, okay? If a woman, regardless of how she looks, has two kids, I repeat, I will repeat myself again. Two kids equals four points down in sexual market value. I didn't make this up. I didn't come up with this. I find it to be reasonable and understandable because sexual market
0: value,
1: sexual market value can be brought is mostly it's mostly a thing in hookup culture in, in in a dating scene. Relationship market value is obvious. It's for relationships, long term, etc. See what I mean? So, sexual market value from a woman's perspective as a single mother, she can still be put together. She can still have a body. She can still have looks. But because she has children, her value as a partner goes down, especially if the guy who is pursuing her does not have children, especially children with
2: her. But men that are not thinking with their big head do not think about this. If two women were in their 20s, the face of a woman has no children is often the same as a single mother. They have not hit the wall yet, and they do have makeup to hide anything. Now you can see how easily it is for men to fall for them. Yes, the mothers do have stretch marks and sagging melons from childbirth, but many men do not care. They just want to smash. After busting, they may have some (laughs) clarity and notice the stretch marks, but they will likely shrug it off. (laughs) If you were foolish enough to marry a single mother, you could end up paying child support for her children. Rough. The children she had with other men, you could be liable to pay child support for.
1: And see, that right there... I don't know why single mothers are upset that they can't find marriage material when they're already single mothers because of what that gentleman just said. Those guys will, um, in fact, not want to be involved with you long term. And a lot of these women know that for the most part where the guys, you know, they decide to deal with if a guy is of any high value and has any like. Self respect as a man, he's probably not going to participate with volunteering his stepdaddy services respectfully.
2: Single mothers are leftovers. Other yeah. men busted inside her Here and knocked go. her up. There you go. Their DNA was carried on. There you when go. you date or get married to a single mother, you are the cleanup man. Yep. You are a cuck. Yep. You are raising another man's child. Correct. That is not very appealing to men at all. No. But, like I said, most men cannot think rationally when the single mother is sending nudes. Most men want to carry on their legacy. They do not want to be a cuck. Also, men know nowadays, the woman will likely divorce him, and his children will be taken away. Cuck. He will never get to see his legacy carried on, and the legacy will be destroyed by the single mother. Eliminated. Having children is not cheap. It costs, on average, $284,000 to raise a child from 1 to 18. What do I look like? I do not know about you, but if I had to spend that amount of money, I would rather it be on my own biological child. Correct. Do you think I want to spend that kind of money on another man's children? Negative. Hell no. My mother was born on a farm in Canada. She is still married to my father to this day. They have been married almost 45 years. She once told me women will get pregnant in an attempt to trap the man. Basically, what my mother was saying is, it is just another tool woman have against men. Oftentimes, the father that knocks her up ends up splitting from her down the road. The end result is another single mother. These mothers will often lie and tell you that they are on birth control. Mm-hmm. They convince you that it's okay to raw dog and bust inside her without worrying about getting her pregnant. Negative. They are very good at lying. When you are with a single mother, you are at the bottom of the totem pole. Disgrazia. The children and pets come before you. Disgraciad. You are seventh or eighth place. Mm. You have to attend all the children's activities, and Damn. you guess it. You are the one paying for everything. Damn. You also have no say in the house, because you are not the real dad. There you go. You are the stepdad cuck. Mm. The kids and wife can treat you like crap, mouth off to you, break your stuff, do anything they want, and you are powerless, you can't discipline her children. Mm. Also when you are with a single mother, <laughs> she has little to no time for you. Mm. She is always busy with other activities. Cook. You are the lowest priority, oh my you are god. last place. Oh my god. Oftentimes men get attached to the mother, but oh he can't god. stand the bratty little children. Oh. I am so thankful that I escaped the traps of the single mothers. <sighs> Now, I simply watch them multiply on dating apps. It is a plague that is spreading. God. You now have the tools to avoid their traps. Like I have said before, we are going to keep seeing a decline. And if you are a single man, watch out. Cook. All women, including single moms, are going to be going after you and your seed. Negative. If I have been out for a (laughs) few days. Negative. I think I caught the bug a while ago. Oh, shit. I have effects that are still with me. Oh. The ones that affect me most are chronic fatigue and oh. my whole body aches at times.
1: Fuck is wrong with this? I am uh. often so
2: fatigued that I sleep 18 out of 24 hours. Oh yeah, I have always enjoyed sleeping, <laughs> but this is pretty insane. <laughs> Anyways, I am alive and kicking. I am not going anywhere. I am about two weeks from retirement. I cannot wait to be free. Lastly, we often talk about going our own direction. When you are busy with life, you will not think about women. I highly encourage you to get Disney+. Plus. They have tons of Disney shows and movies. (laughs) They have the classics before the woke Disney. If you are a Star Wars fan, watch The Mandalorian and the new show Boba Fett. You can thank me later. (laughs) There is no woke agenda. It is pure like the old school Star Wars from the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. I have watched the first five episodes of Boba Fett about four times. I have heard nothing negative about these shows. Thank you for watching. This is The Lone Wolf signing out.
1: Excellent. (coughs) Excellent, man. Excellent shit. Do I want to do a real nigga break? I want to do a real nigga break. Shout out to... Uh, where is my fucking, my Q at? Shout out to, uh, O'Shea Duke Jackson, okay? The brothers out there. The, the Negroids out there handling their BI. Taking these crimson capsules. Uh, verbally and spiritually stiff arming these bitches. And finding your way in life. I'm going to play OJ uh, O'Shea Duke Jackson. Put this blunt out first. I'm out here smoking high as a motherfucker, man. O'Shea Duke Jackson. I'm going to go in the house, grab something to drink. And I will be right back. All right? So, uh, listen. Oh, that's good,
3: everybody. It's your boy. Oh.
0: Shane, dude, Jackson, Back at it again. Another <laughs> episode. Oh, that's But I did everything. I cooked, I cleaned, I hand washed the toilets. Everything your butler does for you. I'm not accepting no prep school
3: Bell Brand sellout into my fraternity. Kick the beat. So, guys, many of you grew up in the inner cities of Black America. I grew up in Del Paso Heights. My man SPK grew up in Baltimore, and like I said, man, we have both been through some you know crazy times. As have you, if you came up in you know those certain sectors of Black America, and some of us, you know, we live where gunshots, you know, uh, crackheads, crack houses, prostitutes, shady pastors in local ghetto churches. We've been through it all, but thank God for the victory. We really made it out. But not everybody's had our experience. Like, let me give a, an example of what I'm talking about. There's pocket watching with JT. Uh, now he didn't grow up in the hood like I did, or like SPK did. His family was affluent. They had, um, you know, both parents in the home. His dad was an entrepreneur and set him on a track the right way. Yeah, and he's an African American guy, right? And shout out to our brother. He didn't have to grow up like us. And I think that what happens in Black America is there are Black people that their parents were not on drugs, are not divorced, are not messed up, and their kids lived a privileged life. And their kids did well. Their kids went to colleges. Those kids went to Ivy League schools. They went to private school. And yes, there is a name for these groups of people in our community. They are called the Black Leap. Now, let me talk about this because in Black America, since the 1800s, there's been somewhat of a tiff between uh, higher performing or more intelligent Blacks or the uh, the underwhelming or the uh, working class Blacks in Black America. Not the same thing is wrong with the working class people because obviously you still have very intelligent people in the working and middle class, but for whatever reason, the working and middle class of black America kind of look at the upper elite class of black America as not really being black, not really being a part of the struggle. So but they are sellouts because, you know, they don't identify with the local struggles of the everyday black person. And there's a young brother uh, from Dallas, Texas. I want you guys to go check him out on TikTok, Xavier uh, He's a young guy. He's an entrepreneur. He's doing very well for himself. And, you know, he really weighed in on people hating on talented blacks, educated blacks that speak proper and things
1: like that. And all right. So this is my real nigga break. Okay, there is and I I agree what he says, but there's I, I change it a little bit. So, it's never really the higher ups because if it's the higher up, then the middle class and the lower class look at them as top or they look at them as not black, which is amazing to me that people let Obama pass as the first black president when he's, in fact, half black technically. His mother's Caucasian, his father is African, which technically puts him in the category of African American. But there's always been um, classism that goes along with race, with blacks, which is where you get the sellout and coon in uh, narrative that comes from any black person who's educated or any black person who has an opinion that most black people generally don't agree with because that particular black person... Um, understands that he is an individual with his own beliefs and his own thoughts other people don't understand it but it is what it is it's always good to mention this bring up topics videos of this nature every now and then so let's get back to it
3: well you know what i'm gonna let him break this down and then i'm gonna come back and give my opinion
2: why do y'all hate black people who grew up with money let me make one thing clear I grew up in a half-million-dollar house. I went to private school. I graduated from one of the top universities in the country. My job, you couldn't get it if you wanted to. My car note is more than your rent, no cosign. I mean, I can go on for days. But the moral of the story is, why would I want to relate or try to fit in with a lifestyle that I do not come from? Y'all don't think it's crazy that you equate blackness with poverty? And this is exactly why. You have all these suburban kids running around here acting like they got it out the mud, like they we're struggling because you sit there and shame them for being from the suburbs. Y'all keep saying Carlton, like that's some sort of insult. Like, are are you okay? use the three brain cells you got up in there
4: to tell me who does it benefit for black people to only be able to fit the stereotypes in order to be considered black?
1: Everything he's saying is on point. And it is society in a lot of ways that equates black to victimhood, equates black to violence, equates black man to hostile, equates black man to drug dealer and thug, right? Like a young thug, right? Dealing with the Rico Act. And that is getting very, very dicey. That whole situation is becoming very, very dicey. I want to give it RIP to Trouble from Atlanta. I mean, there's a lot of rappers like I want people and I'm not trying to make this a joke or nothing, but cause, cause there's a lot of rappers that I fuck with that died. Um Draco for one. Draco um Pop Smoke. At the end of this decade, just count how many rap. It, it'll be so many rap. I guarantee you, it's probably going to be more rappers. Th- more rappers deceased than any decade. I guarantee you. Shit is heating up for no reason. Shit is getting very wacky out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Niggas fucking around, and find themselves in the wrong situation, and be in the other danger zone.
0: Danger zone!
1: Whole lot of cooning whole lot of street niggas. Anyway, let's get back into it. It's not benefiting black people.
3: So you heard what he had to say. And I want to kind of rewind to the part where he says, why would I want to fit into a lifestyle that I didn't grow up in? Now, that's so important. Many of us have tried to fit into that lifestyle. I mean, I didn't really grow up in the gang lifestyle, um, but I, I do kind of identify with some of the hood lingo and being pressured to fit into a certain lifestyle because of where I came from, my own social conditioning. And many of you guys have been a victim of that too. He talked about some of the kids from the suburbs who never even experienced a life of growing up poor, but trying to become acclimated with that just to fit into Black culture. And I'm so glad he said that because this is what you see happening In the black world, you see, bingo.
1: Look, if and look, look, this is just true amongst 75%. I hate to say this 75% black people have more. And it's not like it's not the people who don't grow up in that environment because there's people who unfortunately do grow up in those environments. But there's other people who grow up more in the suburban area, people who grow up in more rural areas who still emulate and and try to copy the lifestyle that motherfuckers in the struggle really live. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit to me is very, very, very sketchy. That is some very dirty work. That's some very that, that 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 is class a trickery and class a fuckery. Class A trickery, class A fuckery, and just 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 a complete utter disgraziad. Just just a, a a a an unfortunate circumstance to be as, especially as a black man today, you know, with the stereotype of whatever. You know what I mean? And I don't play victimhood, so I don't really give a shit about any of that but i'm saying for the people who are affected you know on top of you know any any anybody who's considered an educated lane because of their means of getting out is being educated and you know getting to a field getting an office job just getting you know living a regular life is considered a square by these bitches who don't really have shit going on themselves you know women are just um Legitimate female failures, most of them. You know what I mean? It, it's a bunch of guys, <clears throat> you know, trying to be something they're not. For who? Bitches. Press a hose, dumb shit like that.
3: Professional blacks having to, let's say, code switch. And we know what that means. You know, when the white people come around, we talk one way. And then amongst the blacks, we talk another way because, yeah, we can't really be ourselves because, you know, we don't want the people in the quote unquote hood thinking that we are sellouts and we're not really intelligent. And I want to talk about that because what we have in black America is the prisoners running the jail cells. It shouldn't be like that. See, we shouldn't be only relegated to acting ghetto just to be black. Like you can't be very intelligent and speak eloquently and be black. Why does blackness always have to be aligned with a struggle or struggle love or struggle situation? Yes, it's a part of our story, like in the case of me, but it is not a part of every black person's story. Okay, and for some of our talented people that have worked hard and have done very well and have grown up in more privileged situations than us. We should be looking to them as an example in reaching out to them. Stop hating on them because, you know, their family worked hard or because their family wanted the best for their kids or their family can afford certain things. We have many black men and black women who are in those particular classes and, you know, all parts of black America, especially amongst the East Coast. You have the Jack and Jill. You have the black elites. You have debutante balls. It's not uncommon in Washington, D.C. It's not uncommon in Baltimore. It's not uncommon in New York City. It's not uncommon in Atlanta, Georgia. It's not uncommon in Houston or Dallas, Texas, to see blacks doing very well
1: in DeSoto, Texas. But it's just most of them niggas, a lot of them niggas, is is boule-ass niggas, real rap. I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm black. I talk about shit like this. I don't give a fuck. Uh, most of them niggas don't give a fuck about you. And like I said, it, it boils down to classism. It's not just race amongst blacks. So a black person who a black person who who lives a more respectable lifestyle, where he's not in the streets, he's not doing this, he's doing that. He's going to his job. He's doing what he has to do. He has his activities. He has his friends. He may have a bitch or two on the side. And that's cool with him. Other people want to be in the thick of things. They, they want to be, you know, guys really portray themselves as something that they're not. And they end up in some pretty sticky situations. I mean, they, they end up they end up, you know. Uh, they end up really becoming uh, down bad when the situation is through. You know what I mean? Because niggas portraying shit that they not. And once again, bringing the dynamic of, you know, the women of those communities look at a nigga who's, who has his head on straight as as a fucking lame. So you you're not going to really get a fair deal, you know, as a black man, you know, who who may be more focused on the educated aspect, or you know, uh, being 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 book smart rather than street smart. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that because real credit is better than hood credit. Good credit is better than hood credit. Let me just put it to you that like that, street credit ain't gonna help you get a house. Street credit ain't going to help you get a job. Um, I mean, not a job. Street credit ain't going to help you get um, property, cars, things like that. You, you need real credit. So you may have to be a little bit more book smart than, you know, the average street nigga. You don't want to be just the average street nigga. Yeah, you want to know what goes on in, in the environment around you, but you don't want to get wrapped up in it. You want to still have your activities or your passions that 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 most people may not understand coming from me as a black person. I can say this. I I never use it as the victimhood. I just extended the olive branch to others. I didn't categorize myself. With, you know, other blacks to be a black anything, I'm already a black man. So regardless of who I am, I'm still who I am at the end of the day, regardless of who I'm with or who, I, who I'm who i speaking to, you know what I'm saying? That does not change my character as a being. A lot of motherfuckers get wrapped up into that shit and, you know, they want to start tap dancing, you know what I mean? <laughs> borderline cooning, like borderline cooning. We're not talking about like straight up shucking and jiving yet. We talking about, you know, soft shoe. Little soft showing going on. Little bit of soft showing going on. Shit is getting very messy out here, very wacky.
3: You know, in
1: order to be black, you gotta be from the streets, Jenna! No, you don't.
3: Yeah. Being an intelligent black person is worth this waiting go. Even if people don't want to date you, they may call you Carlton because of how you dress. Who cares? Talented people, bright people, intelligent people rule the world. Right now, we are talking, having a conversation based on YouTube. Some nerdy guys invented YouTube. The mic I'm talking about, the Shure SM7B was created by a nerd. Okay, the roadcaster that I'm using was created by a nerd. So we got to stop. Looking at, well, you know, to be black, you have to be ghetto. but we accept everybody else's nerds technology. The iPhone is created by a nerd. It wasn't a Pookie and a Ray Ray who created that. We benefit from intelligent people. So why not benefit from the intelligent people in our own community? And they shouldn't have to apologize for being successful. We shouldn't have to, as successful blacks all in the world or across the black diaspora, be forced to come down to the hood are to the hood level of thinking. Now, just because you're from the ghetto don't mean that you have that mentality, okay? Everybody from the ghetto isn't a bad person. There are plenty of hardworking people who live in the working class areas of black America. It doesn't make them a bad person. I come from that working class area. I still have a mentality of a working class person and I'm, I'm, I'm so glad for where I come from. It doesn't make me better than anybody, but it doesn't relegate me to being a hood stereotype also, And many black people in black America feel like, okay, well, if you don't identify with our particular struggles all the time, then you're a sellout. No. We need to understand what the black elites have done, some of them. We need to understand what talented blacks have done, what positions they've gotten themselves in to do it. And we need more young men like him and young women in our community to come out and talk about it. Stop being shamed of your family doing the right fucking thing. I I don't see anything wrong with what he said. What about you guys? guys, I gotta get up out of here. Shout out to SPK for the production. And as you know, it's your boy, O'Shea Duke Jackson. I really appreciate you for all that you do. Subscribe at the bell. We're out.
1: Alright, man, that was good. That was good, man. Shout out to O'Shea Duke Jackson. One of the one of the many one of the many men that I um uh, that I stumbled across. Uh, probably 2015 or 16, and my whole transformation, pause of, you know, being red pill, wear, understanding, you know, everything going on. Uh, during those during that time, like I said before, it was 21 studios. That was when Rolo, Donovan, uh, Richard Cooper, and all these other dudes were on there. That's when I was listening to that a lot. And I forgot there was another, another content creator, but yeah, man. With black folks, us, well, I'm not saying that as in, you know, only. I I would assume, from my humble beginnings, still still moving forward today. Actually, um, a lot of people who supported and showed, you know, a lot of love. Um, to my Facebook page when I was doing the Red Pill Party, uh, you know, live videos on there was a lot of whites, uh, a lot of people from Canada, believe it or not, which is weird. But I'll, I'll take it. You know what I mean, I'll take that. Uh, shout out to Canada, by the way, as well. Um, and, it, you know, a lot of people from the outside were, were the ones supporting and the people that, quote unquote, look like me. And been through quote unquote the same struggle, you know, those people weren't supporting. So that was like a reality check. And I never took that as a slap to the face, I just looked at that as the realization. It's first thing you want to teach a black person, if I were to have a son, I were to teach I would have teach him to, to take race out of the equation. Seventy five percent of the time. Take race out of the equation. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever, whatever bitch, whatever bitch uh a motherfucker wanna deal with, if they, if that bothers a motherfucker so much, you know what I mean, they don't have to be around. Like that's 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 easy. That's not even dirty work. These motherfuckers look, look, I'll tell you this, punch. The reason why I've always given a lot of people given the brother analogy, Tommy Sotomayor is probably the first person I've heard this from. But I think I've also heard it from others after. So there's always a situation, right? You got a kid who's getting accepted to college, right? Kid who's getting accepted to college, a brother who comes home from prison. The neighborhood celebrates the brother coming home from prison and looks down at the kid going to college. Who made that up? I didn't. That's just the way shit functions. Most of the time, any anything that involves education with a black man is automatically assumed to be a quote-unquote educated lame, etc. The square... You know, what I mean the L seven for those who who remember that the L sevens, but it's all bullshit, man. A lot of young men they're just gonna find they're gonna find their way in general, uh, young black men especially. Uh, I don't, I don't promote interracial dating. For some, I just don't. Me personally, I don't promote any dating as a man at this point in my life. I don't promote dating at all, but. Um, I I really don't promote I don't I wouldn't tell a white I wouldn't tell a black dude to just fuck with white chicks. But if those bitches show if those women show interest to you, then what's the what's what's holding you back? What the judgment of people who don't really give a fuck about you to begin with? Come on, man. Be realistic. A lot of people miss out on, you know, opportunities to find somebody because they have this barrier of uh, race, this barrier of religion, and all this other shit. You know what I mean? And hey, that's personal preference. But don't sit back and complain and say you can't find any fucking body. Especially if you're a woman, because mostly a nigga gonna have to settle for you any fucking way. Respectfully, that's how women essentially want it. They want to be settled for. They don't want to settle being settled for as a as a woman means a guy of higher substantial value looking at you as someone who's beneficial to him okay that comes with the special treatment that comes with all that shit okay that's what women want guys usually do that but we're getting too far out of that. The whole educated lame thing, like you know, like I said, it's it's those guys who usually become something, right? And other people will still call them sellouts, but they'll be successful by that point. so Who the fuck cares? I mean, I wouldn't care about it either way myself. But imagine getting paid millions of dollars and other people in your community calling you a sellout, and you be a person that actually brings money back to the community. Niggas is out of their fucking minds, man. Shit is sickening. Shit is terrible, man. R.I.P. Young Dolph. I may mean, I forgot to mention Young Dolph earlier. A lot of a lot of rappers, man. Slim, Slim, Slim Fourrunner. Um, I think I said Pop Smoke already, but if not. a lot, lot of rappers gone in this past this past what I would have said dec- decade right because it's only been two years and those deaths were after 2020 I believe yeah but now like I said in the communities you know the street and urban aspect is celebrated as like a badge of honor. And anybody who doesn't participate in that function is considered an outsider. But what if that outsider becomes something? The same people that brought them out, the same people that ostracized them will be the same people that tries to come back to him for insight, or be the same people to call him a sellout later on. Oh, he never did he never did nothing, he never did this, he never did that. Y'all never supported. Like I said, we will always look at the brother coming out of prison and celebrate him coming home, but not celebrate, you know, a young man going into college, going to a next level of educating himself and possibly becoming somebody rather than a person like his brother who gets incarcerated. See what I mean? But, hey, don't listen to me. I'm a sellout, conservative, Trump-supporting coon. (laughs) A sellout conservative Trump supporting coon, me, Jersey Judah, myself, and um, what I say doesn't mean anything. You see see what I mean? That's how that works. You know what I mean? Especially just like a person like me, I, I don't really give a fuck about that much appearance when it comes to my personal beliefs in politics. If somebody can be, you know, blatant about their beliefs, you know, why can't I? See what I mean? We're going to end this motherfucker off. We're going to end this motherfucker off the right way. Well, actually, we're not because we still got two videos to go. So let's continue. My bad. Uh, man. Uh, The Lone Wolf channel again with another video. Well, actually, no, this is the last video because I already played the previous video. Correct. So this is the last video, which is men and women are not equal. So I will... Imagine that this man, representing the Lone Wolf channel, is about to uh, break some shit down like a compound. So, let's get it.
5: got nothing to do with the reality did so you can feel however you want i mean i could sit here and say that i feel like a tomato plant but that doesn't mean that I actually in those things so your your self-perception you can have whatever self-perception you want but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part of this kind of charade this theatrical production you don't get your own pronouns just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own your own adjectives you know it's like if i were to tell you My adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. I think it's it's delusion. It could be mental illness. It could be, it's it's a lot of different. With with children, you know, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. When a four-year-old boy comes to you and says, oh, I'm a girl, here's a good follow-up question. What is a girl? That's a question I would like to throw out to other members of the panel, actually, because...
1: I don't know what's wrong with this audio. It's kind of wacky but I'm gonna try to turn it up. But I already know it sounds a little glitchy, so I apologize for this up front. But we're still gonna roll through this. It's like the four-year-old
5: can't answer what is a girl. Well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. What do you define a woman as? An adult human female. You know, here's the thing: when you're when you're female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we can dig up their bones a hundred years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were because it's in, it's down in, it's it's in, ingrained in every fiber of their being. I have answered the question. You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell you, me what you mean. What is a womanhood? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. you use the woman. Well, so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what women, it means? Right? So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. I- identify as what? As a woman. What is that? Was to each their own. Listen, you this woman tell me what the word means. So, want to replace women, you want to reduce men, that's maybe just their genetics, Suck. our genitals, oh, no. our chromosomes, right? That's get what mad I mean. you want to do. What you want to do is, a, do. Get you, get to do is appropriate women. Yeah. You get want to appropriate here. womanhood uh-huh. okay. and turn it into basically a costume that could be worn.
2: Cook. Good evening. I would like to welcome the following new subscribers to the pack. Cook. Esam Faithy. Motherfucker. X. Alcyonius, Takakia, Nikolai Underscore White, James Webb 10, Matthew 27, Rockman 9mm, Awful Digger, Zeta Redikali 1, Jasper Harding, Solid Snake 33, Kaizo Kagari, Yanda Sayachula, Board 1313, Zeitgeist Eater. Jinnik, Gitrodone73 Jameson Bravekind Sanjingahan Tsar, P2 NBA City If you are a new subscriber that would like a shout-out, shoot me an email or message. I do not always get notifications for all new subscribers. I am killing two birds with one stone. When men or women join the Skittles community, that is fine with me. But they can never change what they were born as. This may trigger them, but I do not care. I am here to explain the differences between men and women. You cannot change what you were born as, period. Tonight's topic is, Men and women are not equal. Society and women want you to think women and men are equal. They have been pushing this narrative for decades. I feel it is getting worse and worse. They have been trying to replace male role models and superheroes in movies and shows. They also try to portray the man as a clown. Also, if you are born with a twig and berries, you are a man. (laughs) I do not care what pronouns you use or what you choose to identify as. You are what you are born as. You can pretend to be another gender all you want. I do not care what you do. Do whatever makes you happy. Here, you will hear the cold, hard truth that women and society will not be sharing with you. Now let's jump into the differences between males and females. Got it. One, physiological differences. Girls develop their right side of their brain faster than boys. This leads to talking, vocabulary, pronunciation, and reading earlier. Also, better memory. Boys develop their left side faster than girls. They have visual spatiological skills, perceptual skills, are better at math, problem-solving, building, and figuring out puzzles. Girls are more interested in toys with faces than boys are. They play with stuffed animals and dolls more. Boys drawn to blocks or anything that can be manipulated. Women use both hemispheres of brain, corpus callosum are thicker in women. As you can see, from the very beginning, males and females are different. The two sexes are differentiated as females, who have ovaries and produce eggs, and males, who have testes, and produce sperm. In mammals, females typically have XX chromosomes, and males typically have XY chromosomes. Here are 25 facts about what makes men and women different. 1. Men typically have thicker skin by about 25%. They also have higher densities of the protein collagen. 2. The differences in density goes beyond skin-deep. Usually, men also have denser, stronger bones, tendons, and ligaments than women. 3. From about age 14 to 51, women typically need more iron than men. This is due to their loss of blood during menstruation, which typically happens in a cycle of 28 to 40 days. For, on average, men typically have more muscle mass than women. And those skeletal muscles are faster and more powerful. But women's muscles more readily resist fatigue and are faster to recover. 5. The second longest finger for most women is next to their thumb the index finger. But men are the opposite. They usually have ring fingers those next to their pinky finger that are longer than their index fingers. 6. Folate is an essential vitamin. So, men and women both need it but it's especially crucial for women of childbearing age. If they become pregnant, women need enough folate to support the neural development of their babies. 7. There are differences in the way male and female brains are structured, how they process information, and interact with chemical signals. Some examples, men have more information containing gray matter, but women have more white matter, which connects different parts of the brain. Also, women have bigger memory centers than men. 8. A woman's circadian rhythm is more likely to be short of a 24-hour period. They're often 6 minutes short of a full day. Men are more likely to be night owls. But women function better during periods of sleep deprivation. 9. During exercise, women's primary fuel is fat. For men, it's carbohydrates. Ten, an average adult female has about 15 to 70 nanograms per deciliter in slash dl of testosterone. An average adult male has about 270 to 1,070 ng/dL. Every year after age 30, men's testosterone levels drop about 1%. That doesn't happen for women, but women do see their estrogen levels fall off after menopause. Eleven, men have pronounced Adam's apples. That's because they have larger voice boxes that make the surrounding cartilage stick out more. 12. Both sexes hit peak bone mass around age 30. At 40, men and women start losing bone. Menopause accelerates bone loss in women. So, women 51 to 70 need 200 mg of calcium more than men the same age. That's 1,200 mg per day for women and 1,000 mg per day for men. 13. The daily calorie requirement for men is higher than women. There are a few reasons for this higher muscle mass, stature and basal metabolic rate. Pound for pound muscles burn more than double the calories fat does. 14. Men and women carry different amounts of body fat. The higher body fat in women about 10% mostly supports reproductive physiology. One example is when a woman's body fat gets too low, she stops menstruating. 15. Women typically carry their body fat in their hips and thighs. Fat tends to deposit around men's stomachs. 16. The difference between men and women's size, muscle mass, and calorie needs means men typically require diets higher in protein. 17. One study found that men have lower resting heart rates than women but women have lower peak heart rates. Men's heart rates typically rise faster during exercise and slow quicker afterward. 18, men normally have more red blood cells, 4.7 to 6.1 million cells per microliter compared to 4.2 to 5.4 million cells per microliter for women. 19, women typically have lower blood pressure than men regardless of race or ethnicity. 20. For most of life, men and women have the same vitamin D requirements. But older women need to up their intake of vitamin D. That's because it promotes better calcium absorption. 21. Men are less likely to seek regular medical checkups. And when they go to the doctor, they're more likely to hide or lie about their symptoms. 22. Zinc needs are generally similar for men and women. But pregnant and postmenopausal women require more zinc. Both sexes store zinc in bones, but men also store the essential mineral in their prostate. 23, men are less sensitive to cold temperatures. 24, women have better senses of smell and taste. They have 50 more cells, neurons, in their olfactory bulbs, the part of the brain responsible for processing smells. Women also usually have more taste buds than men. 25, the differences in the way men and women see the world is partly physical. On average, men are more likely to be colorblind, but their eyes also sense movement better. Women are able to distinguish small difference in color better. You may have noticed a trend. Men are faster, stronger, have bigger muscles and bones. Every single sporting event, men's records are superior to women. The long jump, the high jump, the quarter mile, the marathon, you name it, men dominate compared to women. That is why Woke Agenda soccer player, Megan Rapinoe will never be on the same level as men. People pay to see entertaining sports. Megan Rapinoe and several other veterans were also left off the roster announced by Team USA Women's National Team coach Vlatko Andonovsky. If you took a team of high school boys, they would dominate the WNBA women's teams. It is a cold hard truth. That is why women's sports do not bring in the big bucks. They simply cannot compete on the same level as men. I am not bashing women for this, I am simply stating the facts. Just look at Leah Thomas. He was average when competing against men. Then he joined the Skittles community and competed against women and was ranked one. That pretty much says all you need to know. Here are some common generalizations seen between men and women. A man's sense of self is defined through his ability to achieve results through success and accomplishment. Achieving goals and proving his competence makes a man feel good about himself. To feel good about himself, men must achieve goals by themselves. For men, doing things by themselves is a symbol of efficiency, power and competence. In general, men are more interested in objects and things rather than people and feelings. Men are more aggressive than women, more combative and territorial. Though some women today are starting to become very bitter and angry, epically when it is that time of the month. Men feel devastated by failure and financial setbacks. Women Women value love, communication, beauty, and relationships. A woman's sense of self is defined through their feelings and the quality of their relationships. They spend a lot of time supporting, nurturing, and helping each other. They experience fulfillment through sharing and relating. Personal expression in clothes and feelings is very important. Communication is important. Talking, sharing and relating is how a woman feels good about herself. For women, offering help is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. It is a sign of caring to give support. Women are very concerned about issues relating to physical attractiveness. Changes in this area can be as difficult for women as changes in a man's financial status. When men are preoccupied with work or money, women interpret it as rejection. Men are more logical, analytical, rational. Women are more intuitive, holistic, creative, integrative. This was an overview on some of the differences between men and women. If you have a topic request, would like to share a personal story, or are seeking advice, feel free to shoot me an email or message. I may cover it. Thanks for watching. This is The Lone Wolf signing out.
1: All right. Okay. It's 8.40, I don't wanna wrap this up right away. I do wanna check a couple more things out. Uh, If I have a chance on YouTube. Fucking TikTok ad. Oh, boy. PUBG. I ain't going to lie to y'all. PUBG is trash compared to uh, Call of Duty Mobile. I play Call of Duty Mobile. I got that on my phone right now. I play that shit. I was playing that shit today back and forth with that and playing uh, Skater XL on the Xbox. So, um, yeah, PUBG is trash, respectfully. PUBG is like low-key cheeks
4: women won't date a man that looks better than she does some some to clarify before we begin it's some some women some for one simple yet vastly complex reason some of you know the answer already when he's a bit too handsome to be texting you what sounds dumb doesn't it proper bullshit it's not dumb if you understand. I don't know if that's Ariana Grande. I don't know if it's her, but for a woman so young, why does she keep changing her face so much? <laughs> She's not even 30 yet, is she? My God. But yes, as a man, a woman can think you're too handsome to be texting or even calling her. Why? But
0: wait!
4: You know the answer, don't you?
0: There's more! Kaki's a huge turn-off.
3: It, 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 it has to be in the middle, like, almost like a guy that is... It's fine, but doesn't know how fine he is. Like when
0: he's humble, so, when he's oh, humble. So, 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 so. Basically, just be oh, yes. humble. Like you're fine, but doesn't have
1: to show the world he's so yes. fine every single day. And like and he's when he's just, one of those
0: low key fine guys. But yes. not everyone thinks top that tier. Like he get
1: out of 10. Yeah. Unlike women, right? Because women are usually never like that. They got to be the center of attention, even if they get bad attention. It, 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 it. It. What
4: are these women talking about? And what elusive word do I mean?
1: Her energies, her
4: insecure energies. (laughs) Oh, insecurity. Good old sweet, powerful insecurity.
3: Fine, but doesn't have to show the world he's so fine
4: every single day. Now, yes, as human beings are all insecure to some degree, whatever, whatever. But no, this is the sweet ambrosia known as female insecurity. Delicate, fragile, powerful, traumatic even. Why some modern women won't date a man who looks better than she does? Well, obviously in public, if he gets more attention than she does, many women will not like that. Especially attention from women. Other women. Competition. Potential competition. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of women don't like that. It makes them feel insecure. But They want you to be regular. Translation, I'm too insecure to deal with men who know their worth. And to kind find a few points because some men would be thinking it's ridiculous. I've seen women who are below average with men who are far better looking than they are. Understand these small differences. In a lot of those cases, not all those better looking guys, they could be broke. I'm broke. No offense, they could be dumb, not very smart guys. There could be men who may need a woman to just get through life. They are men who are not self-sufficient. So of course, a good looking man who can't do much for himself or life. Of course, he's easy. He may make her feel insecure when they're out in public, but she has the added security of knowing he probably can't survive without her. Small differences.
3: But They want you to be regular so they can look at you and be like, you better act right because I can get rid of your
4: ass. Egg, exactly. I can have another you in a minute. Whereas, very good looking men, that is in reverse. Because she becomes replaceable. I never even wanted you in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I gave
2: you a chance. I think it's so interesting that so many girls commented this on my video that they already do this to guys. And
4: I just realized that I'm already doing this subconsciously with boys, mind
2: games. Don't even realize it. It makes me think of what I said in the end of the video. How I said um, men will lead women on because they know that women want relationships, and that's why they'll say like overly romantic things or how they want to be with her, but they're kind of just talking. They're literally laughing with their friends like this. Bitch Wait, really think. I like her. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, that's cold. That's sad. That, that is awful. That's a I <laughs> really believe some men are leading them on, leading them on like this. And it's true because some men do this. However, what I'm about to say here, I know a lot of men will disagree with and think it's absolutely, you know, BS. There are far more regular men who have far more options with women than very good-looking men. Let's just say smart, put-together men. (laughs) Some would say what I've just said is dumb. If you understand how insecure so many women are, you will understand that a man who is better looking than she is, more financially stable than she is, more mentally stable than she is, a man who's more well put together, understand, men, what could she do for that man? Nothing! What could she do for him? Nothing! Some men should understand a lot of what women say is pure cap. Some women don't like men that are too good looking because these men remind these women that he can have someone that looks better and is probably a better woman than she is. Women don't talk about that, they wouldn't. It's too much of an insecure topic for them. So I understand why a lot of women downplay better looking men, but they will lord over men That they know or think they're best looking than.
0: like,
2: this bitch really thinks I like
4: her. Therefore, these men are safer because it's less chance of him cheating. Which doesn't make sense because think a lot of women will have the exact same thoughts. If you think everything I've just said is dumb, then why is it a common thing for a lot of women to go out with friends, some women, friends who look less attractive than they do, so that they can be the better looking one in the group? Yeah? A lot of men know about that tactic. That is so lame. It's an insecure tactic to make them look good, to make them look better, to make them look like the hot one. It's the exact same tactic. Oh my
5: God, there's a cute guy coming. Look ugly, look ugly. I don't know how
4: to look ugly. Look ugly! Obviously it's a bit. But one, many understand. The <laughs> same perspective here works with men, depending on how insecure the woman is. Oh, my God, there's a cute
0: guy coming. Look ugly, look ugly. I don't know how to look ugly. Look ugly! Bruh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> okay
1: so, the- <laughs> so, first, it was a group of uh, a couple of white chicks. And, you know, the one white chick just made a stupid face. You know what I mean? And then it's with two black chicks. One black bitch took her whole fucking wig off, whole weave off, just out here looking wild, crazy, despicable.
4: Okay, so in this one, she takes her weave off. She takes off a wig, whatever. Despicable. It doesn't matter. If a woman's insecure about something, she's insecure. It doesn't matter what you say as men or as man. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: That's bad, man. That's real dirty work right there, man. That's, that's that's severe dirty work, champ. That's severe dirty work, man. Well, with this episode, it was pretty much everything combined into one. We got into our real nigger moment of the day. Okay. We ended off with some logical real deal red pill. Information and facts that some of you may need to take heed and listen to. Some of you fellow brothers have already fell by the wayside. Dealing with these bimbos. But me, I refuse. No way in hell. It's going to be a negative for me. It's definitely going to be a negative for me. And the only guys who are going to participate, only guys who are going to operate and, and, and go on this type of behavior, you already know the type of guys that I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Y'all know the type of people I'm speaking on. Yeah. Where are they at? Mayor, mayor. Are you close to your father? Not really. Does yeah, he
0: even return your call? Is,
1: like, how? Beta. Those are the only guys who are going to look for these women long term. Most men outside of that will indeed try to smash. And there will even be a bigger percent of guys who will just not communicate with those women at all. But this has been another Sunday weekend wrap-up. It's 8.50 p.m., and it's time for me to wrap this up, sign out. So, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.